0: to the Wise Men Say podcast where Sunderland have suffered their third defeat in a week uh, and about nine days ago we're all sitting there planning um, our socially distant trips to places like Derby and um, other championship clubs that I can't think of um, and now we're basically just probably going to have to go to Morecambe instead Um Barring Sunderland winning in the playoffs, um, which seems unlikely on our uh, past attempts, um, but we'll dis- dissect the latest defeat. Um, I'm Gareth Barker and I'm joined by Richard Easterbrook.
1: Hello, good evening.
0: And I'm also joined by Chris Weatherspoon. Hello, is, good evening. What How's cool? What's going on over there? It's quite, there's, quite a, exciting. There's, a, there's
2: a crow in the garden. Oh wow. Well. It's just rocked it's up it's as we start a... this podcast, which That's I quite, think is quite yeah, apt. Absolutely,
0: yeah. it's,
2: it's um, absolutely massive.
0: Well, <laughs> like that. Sure to, are you sure it's a crow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it
2: looks I mean, like it. it's got a, it's I got a would, black beak.
0: It could pick you up and take you away, Chris. It could. I've got the be door shut. Funny. <laughs> um, but obviously not very good for you. Um after really combat. Well, have to
2: find someone new, well, yes, i someone not mean, even the, two minutes in.
0: No, I mean, obviously you had your mole problem which you resolved. Um Yeah, that was in the
2: garden, nowhere else before somebody yeah, listens yeah. to this and gets the wrong idea.
0: Yeah, and, um, and but, but what do you mean gets the wrong idea? Where else would the a, moles be located? He said I had
2: a mole problem which was resolved, and then anyone just tuning in might not know that we're still talking about the garden. So
0: Yeah, but what, so what'd you
1: in his house leaking stuff? I know, I know, could do you like mean another, like a, a blemish? Another
2: type of mo- yeah, a on blemish. the body.
0: Why blem- you get, what what's you like to a, be like embarrassed about? Yeah. Why are you embarrassed I was about moles?
2: I was just confirming that we were talking about the rodent. No, you could just so, see to
0: get very affronted that like somebody might have suggested that you had a mole removed. I mean, <laughs> we said a lot worse things about you, Chris, than Chris Weatherspoon yeah. had a mole.
2: Can I just point okay. out actually the the, the mole? Problem wasn't resolved.
0: It wasn't resolved.
2: Other other than the weather changing, and I have no idea if they're going to return this year.
0: Well, maybe the Crow will attack the Moles um, and there'll be some beautiful harmony there. We can only hope. um, But we should probably talk about the football. (laughs) Um, Sunday went down 1 0 at Bloomfield Road um, at the weekend. Um, As mentioned previously, third defeat in a week, which is. Very much not what was required at this stage, and as, though, as, as well as we've done to get ourselves into the position we are at the moment, um, it's pretty frustrating that we've ended up kind of in the situation we are now with five games to go still. Um, when I mean, get initial thoughts on the game from, from Chris, obviously, there's a lot of talk about Blackpool and. How you know they'd be on they're on a great run? I think they're undefeated in seventeen. Um yeah. after the weekend. Um I mean what were your thoughts on the game generally?
2: Um so I thought I thought first ten minutes or so I could kind of see why they were on that run. I thought um I thought they kind of put it to us a bit in the first ten minutes. I thought they looked quite decent. Um I think after that actually it was someone i speaking to someone who said they didn't actually Find a particularly good game to watch. I thought it was all right. I, I didn't think it was a bad game to watch. I thought um, I thought it was two very evenly matched teams. In truth, um, and to be honest, I, th- I think we were. Worth- I know it's a third defeat, and we especially we needed to win, and so it, it isn't good enough. But I, I do think we were probably worth a point. Um, well aside from the absolute howler that were committed which i suppose if you do that you could argue you, you don't deserve a point but i think unlike the balance of play and that i don't think i certainly don't think this was as poor as um as wigan and um i i, I think it was it was probably better than the charlton game as well from, from our perspective I, I think it was just it was one of those where um i'm not going to say we were un, unlucky because Ultimately, it was, like it was our own mistakes that cost us. But nothing kind of fell right. If you know what I mean, like you, you felt like we could have we could have played until ten o'clock at night. We wouldn't have scored. It just wouldn't have gone in. I think I think the, the the issue with the game is that it's come on the back of the two that have preceded it. I think if if we if we just lost that game in isolation, and that people would put it down to kind of being a bit unfortunate and like one error, one poor bit of defending um but it but it isn't tonight and, and i think i think the problem we have now is just as we were like kind of riding the crest of a wave like momentum as we've seen it it can go the other way and it, it feels like we're on a, a bit of a skid now
0: yeah sports richard
1: i I, w- I watched it back today um I'm a glutton for punishment i, I quite enjoyed it, it as a spectacle i thought it was, it was a decent game um and as, as Chris says, if you take it in it isolation it if it didn't have the two two defeats preceding it, it would have just been one of those one of those days at the office where you know, a lick of paint, bounce of a ball, it might have gone for us. Um that the McGeady thing was the chance, wasn't it? The that's ag- it was agonizing seeing that. You know, <laughs> da- Danny and Frankie both saying it was in, it looked like it was in. I, it was
0: very much Raheem was, Sterling against yeah. Italy in the World Cup. I was like, yeah. I was celebrating. I was yeah, like, I, was up. I, I didn't was understand well. how it didn't go in. And see it seemed to defy like the laws of physics. I think even Especially, there was a screenshot going around of a betting app saying some some of them like doing a score flash saying some nils Nilsson won one Aiden McGeady. Yeah. And then there was another one saying like goal disallowed. It's like that's goal. how in that's how in it was. It was <laughs> goal like, disallowed for not actually not going into goal. the goal. <laughs>
2: The mad thing about that is Bloody well ruining
1: the game. Yeah.
2: Do, do you think like as soon as he got the ball and the kind of I don't know whether like we're so used to seeing defenders take up a certain shape against him this season, but there was just something like as soon as their defender took up the shape that they did, you were like, I know what he's gonna do here yeah. and I know he's gonna go inside and he's gonna have a pop. And I think I think in, in obviously that was like the closest we came, but I actually think one of the things this last week has shown is that there is like a bit of an over-reliance on him in that there's often times I, I feel anyway and i think this is like especially evident against wigan where either McGeady might not be in the best position but Aiden McGeady gets the ball because he's Aiden McGeady, and then that's not like a, a slight on him he he probably gets annoyed getting the ball with two people around him but i, I think that's something that's kind of came out in the last week with us also. so and we've been obviously scratching around for results and I think that's to me especially like goals have really dried up and I think that is where um that that's what he's got to fix going forward I know we've lost that game at the weekend because of like a defense the defensive error but truthfully I don't I don't think we looked on apart from that first 10 minutes I don't think we looked under any great pressure I don't think we looked in in any great trouble and it's a bit sod's law really that Day goal came from Ledbetter making a bit of a howler because mm. I, I actually thought he was excellent up until that point. I thought he really controlled the game and that, that was that was what we'd missed previously, certainly on um on Tuesday night. Um, so I don't think it's I don't think it's all <laughs> I don't think it's all doom and gloom, but the, but they need to arrest this well, this slide.
0: Listen to the lads on the reaction and I know they made some comments about the games recently and like some people might agree with them and disagree with me but the Wigan game we were rubbish Yeah. Um, in the second half um. but the Charlton game I don't think we played too badly generally and I didn't think we played badly at all at the weekend I thought we did we tried to do they're not at it fully and I don't mean that in the sense that they're trying and I mean in the sense that it's just sometimes it's when you're out of form and your confidence is low, it just, you don't do things as instinctively. And it, it looks like we we're overthinking things a little bit in, in many aspects. Um, and we just need to be more natural, I feel as though, well, and a bit more instinctive in our approach to things rather than, you know, just, it's just a bit, it's gone a bit stodgy. Um, yeah. Like when Chinat once you've lost a few games and you know you have the opportunity to go up automatically and you've kind of chucked it. But I don't I know some people have been kind of saying, you know, we've bottled it and all this again. I don't think that we haven't. Like we played crap against Wigan, but we Against Chart, we should have been 2 0 up before they even had a shot on target. I mean, you know, we that keeper's made two outstanding saves and then you know the goal of the weekend you know as soon as McGeady it was funny McGeady hit the post and they cleared it and the ball went up well over the halfway line I said like, I just said to myself like oh it's not, it's not going to be our day to day and then like yeah. 30 seconds later yeah that happens I think what worse. you say there
2: as well I, I just don't think I think like seeing we've bottled it is I just think it's like an incredibly lazy kind of like catch-all phrase that it doesn't really it doesn't really apply here. Like, see, I know the lads talked about this on the pod last week, but like comparisons to the Jack Ross season. Like, I don't, I don't really see where they're coming from because under Jack Ross we were up there in like we were in the top two or in the top three all season, and blew it quite so badly that we finished fifth by the end. And, and I mean, like, if we if we want to talk about bottling it, if if we're gonna to have to use that phrase, then that's surely more an example of that, whereas this season like, truthfully, I th- and I think somebody um somebody pointed this out on Saturday Um, that I think as, like, WMS Twitter feed, I'm sure around Christmas or even just after, we said where do we think we'll end up? And the vast majority of people said in the playoffs, and like, I think like, look, obviously this week hasn't been good enough, and three defeats in a row in this league's, like, never good enough but we're only there by virtue of a really good run, anyway. I think um, this this season, if we don't get promoted automatically, it's not on the basis of this week. It's on the basis of of the club being messed around for months, of like this takeover not going through until after the second tr- transfer window. shut. it's it's not on the basis of basically like they look like they've run out of steam. Like we've all been, mm. we've we've talked continually about having a makeshift defence and saying look how well they're doing well i think you've got to give some mitigation then when they don't look so good because we know it has been such a makeshift defence like the, the injury look has been like absolutely shocking this season and i think you've got to take that into account that's not me like defending the last three results and it's not me saying it's acceptable because i don't think any of us think it is but i think i think to say that bottled it i think it's really harsh i think the other point as well is that we we play a whole Tomorrow night. I mean, might be being overly optimistic here, but if we can lose three in a row, can they not? I mean, it's not mm-hmm. definitely over yet. I mean, they've I'm, lost
1: I'm a lot still, of games this season. They have. I'm, I'm still hopeful. I'm, I'm I've been. I don't know. I, I, I don't think these games have, have have shown any kind of terminal issues. Um, I didn't see the weekend game at. In, in in my defence, but. I mean, on the Charlton game and the Blackpool game, we haven't looked a million miles away, and we've played worse in games that we've won this season. Um, and it's, it's we're just vic- not victims, but Lee Johnson's a victim of of what he inherited, um, and it should be recognised that he's done ever so well to get to where we are from where we were in in a in a fairly short space of time. And yeah, Chris is right; we may have run out of steam but I don't think it means we've run out of steam for the rest of the season. I just think we need to regroup. And if we pick up a result tomorrow night, you know, things things might change. We're, you know, we're, we're still in with a shot. I don't think it's terminal yet.
0: I think, I, I don't think we you know, I think automatic to me is, is finished. I mean, it would take.
2: I think it's a tough ask. I
0: think you'd have to, I think you'd have to, now it's like Peterborough, I think, would have to be the ones who would, collapse and we've got I think we have to win five games and hope that they do something. Hopefully Donk Astral appoint a new manager and have a new manager bounce in the last three games of the season because I think they've got Donk Astor, Lincoln, Donk Astor. Um but then you know the the thing about it is it's like we're sitting there in third and you're looking back and if you know if Lincoln won their game and they'll go above us and we we'll drop the fourth. I mean that and and Blackpool aren't far behind us and we've got to play them again so I think it's really important in some respects to, you know, keep winning and stay, you know, stay above those other teams psychologically. Um, but it, it I, I would say it, it does feel as though it's, even though he got away with them, that McFadden sending off. Whew. I mean, which was ridiculous and like it was a terrible <laughs> decision and you could understand why they were fuming. Um apart from that in, in terms of balance of play, I don't I don't think I thought we we're a bit unfortunate. Like yeah. personally, but I know some people probably like scream and listen to this and but I think I as think, far as I mean. I, I think mean,
2: you're right. I think I, I think truthfully that like, I I think we might possibly benefit from this being a two two and a half days after after the fact because i i think the big problem is we all know that or we all believe anyway that that, that we shouldn't be in this league so every defeat is met with like what the hell's going on why and it's a three in a week and you obviously you're going to get people like screaming from the mm-hmm. rooftops and i i can understand that and i, and I don't think i mean we said it plenty of times under the old ownership, so we shouldn't not see it now. And I, I don't think we should like allow like standards to drop on that. But I think what you said there, Gareth, is like, is accurate. I don't think, I don't think we were like miles away from it on on Saturday. I think it's been a season of fairly fine margins anyway. Like we we've, we've talked extensively about how we went to Lincoln and won four 0 but we could have been very easy two 0 down inside 13 mm. minutes, and it's. It it's it's been like that all season. There's the even in that winning run, there were there were fairly infrequent games where I would say I thought we dominated the game. I think the Portsmouth one was arguably one of the better performances of the season in that regard. I just think I I think ultimately the the squad is gonna it's gonna end up where it where it deserves to. I don't I don't I don't think we've shown yeah. enough to be. To, to say we're deserving of the top two under under either manager and that that's not defending one and criticising the other. I think that's just the way it is. I, I would agree that look if we if we blow the playoffs from here, if we if we like drop down into fifth or sixth or God forbid even drop out then then yeah I think there is like real cause for concern but but really that that run wasn't gonna we all we all agreed we, we weren't going to go until the end of the season unbeaten. I obviously I think we hoped we wouldn't lose three. So it. I um,
0: think it's it's um, because we've it's all you'd like to take it deeper, wouldn't you, and put the pressure on the top two to the end. Yeah. Whereas, like, if we if the games we'd lost had been spread out, <clears throat> yeah, and we'd got results in between, but like it it feels as well. I think the frustrating thing is it does feel as always well. we've made it too easy for for the two teams above us now.
1: Yeah, and it's not yeah. they're not a vintage it's not a vintage league one season by any stretch of the imagination you know i'm not going to doff me cap to hull and peterborough and say you know well done the worthy 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 victors uh, the I, th- I think any one of the th- any two of the three that are there at the moment are are, are are good enough to go up um you know it's it's not be you can you're not really much between the three of them we've all had runs um just so happens that ours has ended, but doesn't mean that we can't put another one together again. Um yeah. That's, I mean, we've all got, you know, decent players within our squads. Um and we've, we've it's just it's just unfortunate that, that the timing of our of our main run has kind of come come to a crashing yeah. end as, as as it has. And um, you gotta
0: like you said earlier, Chris, you gotta hope that they they you know they could still stack it now. They could still lose yeah. three on the bounce. Of course, could.
2: And, and and like I know, I know what you said at the start it was probably a little bit tongue in cheek, Gareth, about like the our playoff record and that. But there isn't really like there isn't any reason why that should 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 matter. Like If we, if we do end up in the playoffs, I think we should just look at that as like three games, like three. It's a completely oh. clean slate. It's three games. that We go get.
0: I know Craig was kind of brought up the whole streaky Lee thing. So if you want to be ultra positive, if you're going to start your winning streak, <laughs> start it with like two games to go at the end of the season Yeah, and get yourself into the playoffs and then just like have your winning streak while you're in the playoffs um, and then get promoted. I mean, that's that's a positive way to look at it. If it swings one way and then the other, yeah. Um, then, yeah, let's hope that is the case if we are in the playoffs. Which it, I know Matthew's like sort of saying, you know, I'm worried we'll not make the playoffs now. Um, I don't know if he truly believes that, um, I'll or he just t- desperately wants us to finish here. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'd be very surprised if we didn't make the playoffs, I think. And I think, and I think if we didn't make the playoffs, then there would be time for a bit of an inquest because. As much as I think what this manager walked into was a pretty shocking state of affairs, you kind of can't show what they've shown in those 14 games and then collapse completely, if you know what I mean. So I think, but I think, like, just generally, like Richard, like you were saying about not being a lot between the three teams, I I think that's fairly accurate. I think where we've fallen down is I I just don't think, from an attacking set, I don't think we've got enough variety. I think yeah. you look at you look at those teams and they've got like multiple players on double figures and who, who pitch in and that and, and we don't like that's this isn't a criticism of Charlie yeah. Wike, but really it's a, if, bit,
0: it's a bit stop McGee, you stop Wike Yeah. They're not gonna basically. score and yeah. and
2: that's and that's not that's not um the manager's fault by any it And I know people will say, Well, look, in January we didn't maybe didn't address some problems that we discussed it on here at the time, but let's remember like in January we didn't have this head of recruitment who's just started we didn't have the head of data we didn't we didn't have these positions filled like really like if you can give like a kind of management team a free pass like I'm kind of willing to give them one for January because they're, they're basically like scratching around in the dark trying to trying to pull something together to the end of the season because we all know that the big upheaval is going to come in the summer. And again, that's that's not saying it's acceptable to be stuck down here for a fourth season. But I just think I've already seen like some people I don't want to say laying into the manager, but being pretty fiercely critical. And I just think we've got to be wary because if we get if we enter next season with that sort of attitude and we get off to a bit of a slow start, he's on a hind or nothing. But if you look at it, the team who've just beat us on Saturday, they started terribly this season. And actually I think they signed something like seventeen players in the summer, which isn't going to be a million miles away from what we need to do. That that takes time to bed in, and I mean, as they've shown, they're on a hell of a run now, and they've got a decent manager there. That doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen here, but I just think we need to be if 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 we don't go up this season, we need to be careful of going too heavily in on people who've come into a pretty difficult situation.
0: I agree. Yeah, it, it, is, it has been a difficult situation and they have, you know, the signed some players in in January and, the you know, the jury will be out on, on some of them. You know, I'm a, I do feel a little bit like for Ross Stewart in a way. Um, I don't think we're using him properly when we bring him on. I think we used him better at the weekend. I think he needs a ball to at feet. I think we need to stop lumping it onto his head. He's not got a bad touch. Um, and he does some decent stuff when he gets the ball into his feet. Um, but I think a lot of people have already just decided he's crap and written him off already. So it's not really his fault, is it, really, that he's been brought in? And he's, he's not like, he's, he's obviously not a world beater, but I think he's been getting a bit of, because he's big, a t- big, tall feather. I always have this theory that people who look a bit unconventional always get pelters like oh, no, because to call you... this, it doesn't it doesn't fit within people's like paradigms it's... of like how a footballer should look and be so they're automatically crap like because they don't they're not conventional the whole think... the whole
1: the whole kind of a big touch a, a, a big touch a good touch for a big man is is clearly like offensive in that you know how, how dare how dare someone above six foot two have... yeah have the ability to, you know, take a decent first touch, and, and maybe, you know, curl one in, open up his body, and put one into the top corner. Like that—that's that—that that kind of ability isn't height specific. <laughs>
0: no, I mean I think it's as well. Sorry, I was just no, going go on, Chris.
2: Like, like he did also sign injured, like, and yeah. we've, we've used that mitigation for, albeit a bit belatedly, we've used that mitigation for Wyke and why had such a kind of torrid start to his silent career. so I
0: think, For two years.
2: Well yeah exactly and and I think again, th- again that's not to say that Ross Stewart was definitely a good sign he's definitely going to come good but I think it's it it, it is relevant to the situation and, and I, I would agree with what you said there though, Gareth I don't think I think this manager's been quite inventive um, except for Often times when he's brought on, Ross Stewart, like I thought, was it the Wigan game where we put two up and uh, it was literally just hoof, 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 and it was, and that and that was actually really disappointing because, because actually even when it hasn't worked, sometimes this manager has shown a bit of kind of what you'd say like a bit of a bit of variety. He's why, tried to mix things up.
0: Why do you bring somebody on and play in a way that suggests he's good in the air? but not do all the other things to try and work the ball into areas to cross the ball, to get him on the end of crosses, if he's that good in the air to sink. You'd you'd think you'd still, the fundamentals of the game should be the same in that, you know, we need to to get the ball forward quickly, yes, but at the same time we still need to work the opportunities to get crosses into the box, which is what what our key route to gold has been through crosses, so it just seems strange to me that when you bring him on. Mind you, I would say at the weekend, I didn't feel as though we went as long when he came on. We did. Um, I think we tried to play um, and it was better. And he'd created a chance for, for scorn, didn't he? Where he popped one off and Scone had a shot from the edge of the box. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, he's a bit unfortunate in that he's come into the team and there's a lot of pressure on him, I think to, Deliver because, as we discussed earlier, we've you know the the other players in the team aside from McGee aren't really contributing. I'm against the other I man think- who could contribute in that department, Chris Maguire Who I just I was just thinking like, why just you need to bring him on like with 15, 20 to go at the weekend. I just thought like, why? I'd, I'd you've got to you've got to get him on because he he could do something. He's shown time and time again that he can. And Let it just sure. seems strange to me.
2: It, it does make you really wonder. I mean, as I've said multiple times, I'm not like, I don't think I'm as big a fan as Chris McGuire as a lot of people are, but I think it's undeniable that he can come on and change a game and he can pull, grab a game by the scuff of the neck. And I think when you're scratching around for a result, which we very decided the are now, um, and we're in the last 15 minutes on Saturday, I, I think it is strange. But you... And then, like, see, so you have to wonder, like, like we all, we all obviously know what it went on with, like, like Parkinson's stuff with this with Like, is there a? I'm not, I'm not suggesting anything untoward's going on, but like, is is the, is there something to that? as Johnson decided? Look, you know, no, I'm going to prove to people that we don't need him. I, I, yeah. I don't know, but I do agree. I, I think, particularly when, um, when Jordan Jones has been so pure, I think. That mm. that is what makes you question why a, a player like a kind of creative player like Maguire, isn't getting a chance because I I thought Jones was really poor again on on Saturday.
1: Absolutely um, love to see a player doing two step overs and cannoning it into the into the fullback every yeah, time. Every time <laughs> that's 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 just that's just what I want to see absolute consistency.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was you know. It, it, it's frustrating and like you know, it makes you look daft when you do stuff like this because you'll be like praising him one week and say, Oh, he looks like a player who's good play at a high level, and then he has three stinkers. Um, I mean, know Matthew mentioned there's been revisionism about Burge, people saying he'd be a good backup in the championship. Can I just say that I've never subscribed to that opinion, and anybody who oh. is in the group chat with us will advocate <laughs> um, that I've. That I've always held the well, opinion that Lee Burge like, is toilet. Um, well, I, yeah, he's had a good, he had a good easy. few weeks, but I don't subscribe to this idea that like, well, all all the goalkeepers are this level of crap. Say, like, well, but he's cost we us lo- he's, he, he's cost us loads of points this season. Like, it's it's a fact. He just has. Well, the
2: thing is, as well, I think it, it's exacerbated by the fact that the one we had previous to him clearly wasn't crap. Yeah, the one we had previous to him was a solid, better, better than solid. Um, League one goalkeeper, in my opinion, and, and I just think that's why again that this is why there is mitigation for the manager and there is mitigation for like if this season going south because the team and the squad it has been systematically systematically weakened over the last three years and like <laughs> like like we signed a we signed a backup goalkeeper who who's even worse than the one who. Is worse than the one we let go, and yeah. and I just, I just, yeah, I look. This isn't to like like lean to him or anything, but I think he, he's he's made a lot of quite a, a high amount of mistakes like that this season. It's, it's not an isolated incident.
0: If you look at so, go- mistakes, he's. I bet you. If you look at mistakes where we've conceded from his errors, well, actually, not just him, but. Matthews, I mean off the top of my head first game of the season, Bristol Rovers Hull um, and then you got Matthews Shrewsbury Burton Um, obviously Lee Burge at the weekend but there's, there'll be loads more like you'd have to go through and analyse it but I just think like basics across the board it's like I just don't understand how you concede some of the goals that were conceded from a goalkeeper's perspective mm. other than but, saying that the goalkeeper is not very good. And that's, that said, that's just my opinion. We've had, for a
1: spell, we had the best defence defense oh, yeah. record outside of outside of the Premier League for a little bit and then we've now got the third best defensive record in, in the league. Um, it's it's a, it's the other end. That's, that's the main issue. I think Lee Burge would be just fine if we'd be able to, you know, convert the chances at the the front end of the pitch. Um we've only scored sixty one goals this season. Um and and if you look at Hull and Peterborough they've scored seventy three apiece. Um Lincoln have scored similar amount as us, they've got sixty two. Blackpool are low scorers. Um but if you look at teams like Oxford, they've got they've got sixty six and you know, it's just a few more goals. You know, ten more goals would be and that, that that means we wouldn't be talking about Lee Burgess. But I would argue
0: that it's harder to score a goal than it is to not just catch the ball. Yeah.
1: But yeah. well, that that said, you know, Burge's mistake on on Saturday was that was that not more Bailey right than than Lee burge Well, or?
0: That, mm. was, was I mean, was I, mean the I would mistake... say that Ledbetter and Wright were equally crap. Yeah. Um, in that incident but against, just, against uh,
1: Charlton was it not Scowan who should have you know, cleared it rather than well,
0: spinning it back into his own goal well that way. was crap as well but I'm yeah. just saying like if, no, if, no, you, if you just do the basic thing of catching a ball that, it's got nothing really on it Then it doesn't happen.
1: I'm not coming on here and having a good (laughs) name of Lee Burge (laughs) dragged again. I'm 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 forming a a splinter. I just don't understand
0: how we've we've got to. I mean, uh, Johnson always goes on about these world class basics. It's like, I mean, catching the ball. I don't know what class we. You know, it's it's. I don't know the classes on this planet. It's a different planet. I think the class of the goalkeepers. To be honest, the two we've got. So, well, I think but, it's
2: yeah. just. I think it's just people say like they're like perfectly like decent decently one goalkeepers, but like decently one goalkeepers tend to stay in League One, and that's that's not our aim. Like we want we want better. We want like. I don't think.
1: Who, I don't think any luck. of us have ever ever said that. I, that I've never said that. We'd we'd progress into the, into the championship with with many of the players intact. I think the only players I would I would. If given a clean slate, the only players I would probably take with us are um, O'Neill, M- um McGeady as a, as a kind of a token contract, and and perhaps Jordan Willis if he's fit. But I, I don't well, I think, think I think the the players that we have are League One players for a reason. I mean, even even Jones, who looks great on his day, but his day is not enough, and and all of the a lot of stuff that's been said when he when he came down here. Um, I don't mean down as in stepping down from from the SPL because it is. It's it's a step up to League One. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just mean down geographically. Um, you know, all the, all all the stuff that we'd seen about him was that he's, he's he's good on his day, but that day is enough. You know, that's this is what we're seeing now. We're seeing maybe one good game in three, and that's why that's why he's
0: he's playing. his trade at League One club. Let's have it. Let's hope we uh. Turns it on tomorrow night. Um, and when we come back, we'll have a brief chat about the game tomorrow or Tuesday night, if you will. Um, and we'll wrap it up after that. <laughs>
1: The Wise Men Say podcast is brought to you in association with From the Terraces. Cargo for a 10% discount, enter the code WMS10 at the checkout stage. Or bucket heads. Bucket. While you do that, check out the From the Terraces podcast, presented by Rory Fallow and Matthew Keeling. T-shirts. For more information, search for From the Terraces on social
0: media. So welcome back and we'll have a chat about the Hull game, which a few weeks ago felt like it would be epic, and you know, my heart would be beating out my chest now, and I probably would be tossing and turning at night in bed worrying about it. But now I'm kind of thinking it's almost like some sort of mini pre season, the next five games, which is a terrible attitude to take. But just to kind of the way I feel at the moment, where you know, up to the Charlton game, it felt a little bit like I was very tense watching the match and almost like once that finished and the situation sort of occurred as we are now, it's like almost kind of that's gone. It's like, it's like there's nothing on it, um, which obviously is a bad attitude to take, but that's just the way I feel, uh, which is a shame because it would have been like an epic encounter if you know we'd got ourselves a couple of wins in the last three. Um, bizarrely though, I kind of fancy us to win the game. Um, it would be a very Sunderland thing to do. I don't know what yeah. your feelings are, Richard.
1: Yeah, it would be on TV. Is it on TV? Yeah.
0: Is, is it? it? I believe so. I think you've made that up, Richard. It is. it is? It is? I don't think it is. I'm going to have a look now.
1: I thought it was. Richard
0: the liar. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's not on TV. You need to do. You need to read. Why is it kicking articles. off at seven forty-five then? <laughs> you need to do those articles that are in the papers. That <laughs> now the local papers. Can I get a ticket? Well, no, it's COVID, so nobody can get a ticket.
1: Why are the Why are the chuffers are kicking can, off at yeah. seven <laughs> forty-five? What a ridiculous waste of resources! What's With the point? It's arbitrary time, seven forty-five. Just kick off at kick off at four o'clock in the afternoon. You don't have to turn the lights on. Admit. <laughs> They've made are me you look you like an chilling. Idiot. And, are you the chilling? <laughs> 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 I'm not happy about
0: it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well it
2: will so, be on our t- it's, it will yeah, it's be
0: on our TVs. On a television yeah. You're not allowed to watch, yeah. Them. You'll be able to like watch Frankie and Danny on the uh, official club channel. Um yeah. so you'll be able to get the game on there. Although there's only one camera. Oh, oh. it will be one camera, won't it? So yeah. you know. And it's miles away Cause it's it's Well yeah, it's right at the top. Yeah, it's thousands away the the camera at home. Um but yeah, we've kind of derailed the conversation because you didn't know the basic yeah. thing um, that the game was... So it's not on telly. Do you um, know what the
1: funny thing is? The funny thing is I've Googled is the Sunderland game on TV and one of those is the Sunderland game on that's TV always, well, articles yeah. popped up as the popped first hit off. and I didn't give them the didn't give them the satisfaction of clicking on it because yeah. I'd give them yeah. license to do more of these ridiculous stories. But yeah. I've, it's proven that there's a need for them because I didn't... Yeah, because you're ones. an idiot. What you've
2: done is just inadvertently advertise them instead. I didn't mention any names. Well, you didn't mention how to find them.
0: Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're not on the. We're
0: yeah, not so I it. mean, we've digressed Sorry. quite drastically here. Um,
1: but yeah, going back to my original now uh, redundant now, point. Now redundant point. It it's uh, it still carries all the hallmarks of a big game. Um, even though the the stakes are, are slightly lower, um, or in our case non-existent, but uh, you know it's 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 a well, it's a game.
0: We have got to get in the playoffs, and we we've got to make yeah. sure we get in the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. no, I'm I still I'm still hopeful anyway. So it's fine.
2: they they're two games, two wins from confirming promotion, I believe. Yeah, let's spoil um, the party. Well, exactly. I mean,
1: let's soil
0: you, the party.
2: We we relegated them when we were already down,
1: which
2: mm. was which was a yeah, we thoroughly did, enjoyable
0: we? day. Billy Jones score.
2: Yeah, I think so. A header, a diving yeah, header. That rings a bell. I was there, and I can't can't actually remember who scored. We went two 0
0: Yeah, we did. Right. Defoe scored, and I think it was should have been disallowed, and then Billy Jones scored a diving header.
2: Yes. So we've got form for this for pissing on their mm. chips. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, but but as well, like to be, like I said earlier, I mean, if we could lose three on the bounce, why? Like you said, guys, I mean they've lost more games than us this season. Why? Why can't they? They lose a few. They've, they've got four games to go, and okay, they only need two wins. But there's a pressure inherent in that as well. You could make an argument that with the pressure off, we might we might benefit from that. I don't think it's. I'm very excited for us to now lose 5-0 now that I've said this.
0: I guess you know there's, there's precedence for us and when it gets to the end then you've got to get over the line. Sometimes teams find it a bit difficult, don't they? Like, um yeah. remember Brighton in, in the Championship a few years ago where they were like top and then didn't win any of the last, like, how many games and ended up, they went up at the finish second and Newcastle won the league, didn't they? Um So yeah, it can happen where teams take their eye off the ball but I guess, you know, it's a different, a different pressure for them now where the pressure was us trying to catch Peterborough and Hull. Maybe they'll be thinking we only have to get, like, one or two results now to, to sort of rubber stamp it. We don't know. Maybe that would be too much mm-hmm. for them. I can't even remember who they've got now, so next. Got- <clears throat> who Peterborough uh, got? And they've got have, P- have Peterborough got Chillingham, haven't they, actually? So that'll be probably a a difficult game.
2: So Hull have Hull have got Lincoln away, Wigan at home and Charlton away and Peter have got Gillingham at home tomorrow night, Charlton away, Doncaster home and away, and in the middle of those two they've got Lincoln at home. (sighs)
0: So it's not it's it's it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's just a shame we haven't got this point where we wouldn't if we even had three points more you could be like, you know, yeah. putting a bit of pressure on them, but it just feels as though we're maybe three points short at this stage.
2: But momentum's like very like kind of corrupting and that like I think like when we were winning those games, like I'm sorry, on I'm that unbeaten run, everyone was absolutely certain it was gonna be like the season under Roy Keane. Um and now and now people are worried we might not even make it in the playoffs. So it doesn't take a lot to turn around, but I think, yeah, like you that the, the issue is that there are so few games left that, that we really didn't have much room for error. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's definitely over. I mean, typically we, we could win tomorrow and, and still not, um, i oh, sorry, win tomorrow and, and win out and potentially still not, not go up. But, um, I think I think there's there's no point there's certainly no point writing it off. Um no. but I I I, just, I think it's a big ask, but I don't think actually beating them tomorrow is a big ask because I actually thought when we played them at home, I thought we were we were terrible and, and we got a point and they, and they they didn't deserve to win it. Um so that shows how poor they can be when they're on a movie.
0: Yeah. And uh, obviously, Burge cost us in that one as well. You <laughs> so.
1: can see Richard just getting redder on the screen.
0: <laughs> wow. Well. So, I'm that trying to... That
1: last whole game was terrible, though, the one te- on telly, wasn't
2: oh, it? That oh, was on the rubbish.
1: telly. That was on telly. That's maybe, probably where I've gone wrong. I was going to say, maybe
2: maybe, maybe you read the wrong article, Richard. Yeah.
0: Do you want to do the Twitter... we got some qu- Twitter questions. Shall we finish with them? Do you want do- You said you'd favorited some, Richard. Do you want to... I had,
1: Yeah. We yeah. got
0: them in the hand.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um Dorf, as uh, whoever that Dorf is, is, has the defensive crisis finally caught up with us? Yes.
0: Yes and no. That's a good, good answer. I don't. I just. I don't no, feel. Be, I don't Dorf. think. We've, I just don't feel like we've <laughs> been under severe pressure in games and been like defending with our lives to so, like. It's not like we've been like the goals were conceded are completely self-inflicted. It's not like we're, you know, putting on ourselves in a massive pressure. The individual errors, but errors that like you shouldn't make, regardless whether it's your natural position or not. But it is that not sense. part of it?
2: Like people being tired and st- I don't know. Yeah, well, I th- I
0: th- but that's in a collective. A collector thing. And we also probably haven't been defending from the front as well as we had been before. We're not winning anywhere near as many second balls as we were. Not winning the ball high at the pitch as regularly. Probably giving it away a bit too easily when we're going long. So all of these kind of compound, probably having less of the ball, which obviously means you're going to be under a bit more pressure. But anyway.
1: Peter, which Sunderland player would you never pick if you were a manager?
0: Would you never pick?
1: Would you never pick? Just don't fancy.
0: Josh Scarlane. Mm. There. Didn't take me long to come up with that.
1: No, I'd agree. I'd say Scarlane. I'd
2: be inclined to agree as well.
0: Mm.
1: It's obviously Maguire in real life. Cause, cause yeah. Yes. Johnson doesn't seem to fancy him. But I think Scarlane on, on Saturday as well, just getting the ball into a decent position then just wasting it. It's absolutely that, that, that I think what you said the other week, Gareth, about him being a reverse Tommy Miller, it's, it's spot on. Because you see loads of them, Yeah. And it's always doing the wrong thing. Yeah. That's rather he, he just didn't.
0: He managed to get a shot on target at the weekend with his foot, which was a great effort.
2: <laughs> with his foot. Because well, usually <laughs> it goes
0: miles over the bar. I mean, maybe Cause... you should dive ahead of everything on the edge of the bar. <laughs>
1: A fair point. We've had lots of questions in about um, the European Super League mm. and the ramifications it would have on on the rest of the the football pyramid. Um, if the greedy six get expelled, would six get promoted from the Championship, meaning six go up from League One? Would we somehow finish sixth, seventh? Is is the is a lot of the the questions coming in? Would we <laughs> conspire not to get promoted if 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 the situation resolved itself in that way? It's 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 like the Scottish thing, innit? If, if if when the when they in, keep increasing the size of the euros scotland still find a way not to qualify until now that, 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 <laughs>
2: that would be very us i think i would have more confidence in us finishing outside the playoffs if, if those six kick um, mm. um i'm fully in favor of letting them go just just to put that on the record
1: i think considering our kind of our previous excellent history you know, as as a legacy, as a legacy club in the old-fashioned First Division. We should just be given, like, a bye into the Premier League, just an automatic two-league promotion because, uh, you know, as as Jake Humphrey well, that, might call us, a proper club.
2: Well, that's what, it, if if they did the big six on league titles, would we get in? Yeah. Am I right? That? Yeah, we're still, now. we're
1: still up there. I mean, I think we'll level with Chelsea on Leagues 1. God. Can um,
2: you can you imagine if they revised it to that and we got in? Can you imagine how much we'd lose by?
1: Be hilarious. It'd be like Wigan <laughs> last season, wouldn't it, into the, well, into the Championship? Yeah. Records point. I mean, it's <laughs> in in a in a hypothetical situation. I, had we get promote, Had we get promoted to to the Premier League this summer, would would probably be in a decent position to buy quite a few decent players. But <laughs> I don't think it would be part of the five year plan that, that anyone's got at the club, would it?
0: No, it's all a bit, it's all a bit. <laughs> everything just feels so strange, doesn't it, at the moment, with like, you know, not being able to go to the games because of COVID, and you know, we, we haven't been to the match for over a year. I'm yeah. um, very bored of that there was this period where like, well, there was no games and now there's like games all the time. Like I was kind of looking at it going like, no, I don't enjoy doing the pod, but it was like, I was looking at it going, no, it'd be nice to get promoted. Then just be like, that'll be it. And have like a few months not doing the pod. Cause we see it do a load during lockdown and that. But now I'm like on the playoff finals on the 30th of May. That's like ages away. It's like, if we got to that, it's like, it's just going to be like another like seven weeks of, Stress, and turmoil. Um,
2: yeah, I've already made the executive decision that there's no way I'm watching that in my own house. <laughs> going the I think pubs are letting you in door by then, aren't they? But regardless, I'm finding somewhere with a big screen because there was not a chance I can put myself through that in my own living room.
1: Mm. I just, I'm, I'm just sick, sick of it now. I'm Sick of everything, <laughs> right? Sick of it. I'm not going to get too too doom and gloomy, but it's it's nice that things have started to relax a bit with with being able to go to a pub and going into yeah. a, a, a shop that's not a supermarket or a B and M. You know that's 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 nice. But this whole, it, I agree with Gareth on it. It just doesn't feel real. It's got a it's got a surreal surreal surrealness about it. <laughs> to the point where surreal a reality surreality is what I was trying to say, but I don't even know that's a word. It's yeah, it doesn't feel real and and as a result what came out today it doesn't really make me feel anything yeah um i think if you strip everything away from from what it is it looks i think on paper it looks better than what the champions league currently is and what the champions league is going to be um the fact that a lot of clubs will get hugely richer because of it i'm not i'm not happy about um but if you just took it on pure football and decisions a, a fit, it would a be dreadful I don't know. I don't know. I think it looks all right.
0: Sorry, every I game, sorry, about. like every like said this earlier, every game when you Super Sunday it's the I don't know the Super <laughs> Mega Super Sunday where they've got like all the big teams playing each other on the one weekend and it's absolutely atrocious. Oh, Chelsea nil, Man United nil. Imagine watching that when they're like 13th and 14th and they've got <laughs> to play a Premier League game on the on the Sunday say if they were allowed to stay in the Premier League and they're already 13th and 14th in that league well what are they going to do? They're going to prioritize the Premier League, aren't they? Because they're going whatever the situation that they're in, they'll always do what's best for them, regardless of what it is. And like really all, all that European Super League is basically just a an opportunity for to make money. And then if they were allowed to stay in the Premier League, then basically they just use that money to dope it so like it's already it's already in their favor anyway with all that money but they just want more and it's just daft I it's I can't believe we are end up talking about it because I was like thinking before we start this I was like the last thing I want to talk about because I am sick of that I'm sick of it sick of hearing about it like
2: it's only been a day Gareth you gotta you gotta have a few weeks of this
0: okay well Well, you
1: know shall I do another question instead then Go on, and about
0: we'll that. do one more, and then, do <laughs> we'll one question. more, and then we'll sack it off. Because I'm Eddie. annoyed. I'm annoyed
1: now. Eddie, not 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 Eddie Houghton Eddie, um, Eddie. F-A-F-E. Eddie. F-A-F-E. F-A-F-E. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, There's we'll only one Eddie. There's only one Eddie. He's asking, "What's your favourite coffee?"
2: Oh, I don't know.
1: It's, it's a good question. I've got I've got two answers because depending on this on the situation. So if it's home coffee, I would have a good single origin Colombian. Mm. Um which you can get from mid-level budget supermarkets for a fairly decent price. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can name names. I'm not be, not beholding any any supermarket brands. So Aldi or Lidl, their single origin coffee is fine. It's really nice. Um, I've started getting a few fancies off Amazon when I get the Amazon shop in. Um, I can't remember. I think the Happy Coffee Company or something, they do a really nice, really mm-hmm. nice Colombian and Guatemalan as well. Um, but if I'm, if I'm going into a shop, which you can do, um, Starbucks nut, nut, nut blend latte is an absolute cracker of a coffee and especially it's, it's even more enjoyable if you're a vegan. If you're not, it's a good choice. That's I feel my, that's, that's my coffee recommendations done and dusted. I'm a, I feel it, That's go the on, most
2: passionate you've been on the pod. Yeah, it is, isn't should, it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Heard, I've heard Lee Burge drinks a uh, single single
0: as well. I, uh, I'm a like a bit. I'm a Martin Bain. I've got an espresso oh, machine, no. so I like coffee, but I just can't be asked with it. Like too much of faff on to do it well. So go an espresso. Illy is the is the boy. Nastasi. It's called Illy Coffee. Oh, them. Yeah, it's great yeah it comes in in a a cuboid um well i don't know it's like Like silver it's like a silver and red yeah uh, yeah packet they've got lots of on the continent they've got lots of the coffee shops there like they are the um starbucks or costa of the continent i guess you get a lot of the illy coffees and you see them in like in if you go on holiday a lot of places have the illy coffees in there as well so there you go how Dreadfully boring is that. Maybe you'll be gonna go on holiday like after June twenty first and go to a continent or go onto the continent and enjoy um an early coffee in one of their many coffee shops. No I
2: problems. think on an evening where the whole football world is decrying rampant capitalism, it would be wrong to not point out that McDonald's do a very good
0: <laughs> coffee and McDonald's do a good flat, you like <laughs> to be fair. Hey,
2: so I gotta I think I've I haven't done the pod, I've told you separately, but um I got a flat white for the first time a few weeks ago and and I didn't know what one was. And um but I pulled up to the window, I saw like in the distance like this little piddly cup. I was like, Who was ordered that pathetic drink? And then the the um the server handed it to me. And uh, it it was the most disappointed drive
1: through experience of my life. <laughs> It's but, nice
0: though, flat whites are good. I like a flat white, like
1: I like a flatty. If you if you go to Costa and get a flat white with coconut milk, mm. absolutely, it's very much the coffee guru. Like
0: I like a I like, um, flat white from from Costa. It's the or a Catardo. That's like the best of the coffees. Yeah. The rest of them not for me, Clive. He's a. Do you want to hit, show you? I know I don't want to talk about it, but just reading it. it's quite funny that apparently UEFA are going to kick Arsenal, Man United, Man City, Chelsea, and Real Madrid out of the Champions League and the Europa League by Friday.
1: Brilliant. <laughs>
2: Good.
1: When does
0: that leave us? Can we,
1: can we get can in? Can we get now? in? Yeah. Do
2: we get in? Did Wickham can we we
0: get c- in? Is yeah, Wickham, 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 in, in, Wickham, Wickham in. are in. Wickham okay. in. Because um, we can stand
1: in as like a pool team, as a courtesy
0: team like, to yeah. replace.
2: So, basically, in the Champions League, the only team left are PSG.
0: Yeah, I guess they'll let the other ones back in, won't they? Dortmund oh, will be allowed back in. That
2: would be quite fitting for PSG. I mean, that, I mean that, that kind of makes a bit of a macro, the whole thing. But... <laughs>
0: quite funny, I mean, though, the isn't it? These <laughs>
2: clubs, the these... just, no, no, I'm, I'm at Cullion for kicking these clubs out. It's, it's just generally hilarious.
1: It's still it's hilarious that Arsenal and Tottenham are in here. Like it's it's just it's it's very much Oldham athletic in the first Premier League vibes. Like they just happen just happened to be in there going, Oh, well, we're big. Like well, Swindon as well. Sh- shows the trophy, yeah. Well they came there was the second, a good. they were in 93-94. There
2: was a good tweet actually earlier from I believe he's a friend of the party, definitely follows it from Stu Helens, who said
1: Spurs joining the European
2: Super League is a bit like me strutting into the crucible and putting fifty P on the table.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> Imagine that. You're up against Ronnie
0: I think it'd yeah. Wait, yeah, I think I'd probably just keep my fifty pence, I think.
1: Save it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway. We should leave it there. We're probably garned on too long, haven't we? Really, we're trying to keep it swift, and we're in fifty-six minutes. <laughs> so, I, uh, you know, well. sorry, Chris.
2: That's fine.
0: Anyway, um, so Matt and Rory will be back on Thursday, um, or Wednesday, maybe. Depending, I don't know when they're recording this week. Um, to take a look back over the whole game, and hopefully, you know, whole. We beat them, and Peter will lose, and then they're going to make outrageous statements like we're going to win the league, things like that. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, so tune in on Thursday to that. Um, I'm sure Stephen will be back next Monday. Depends if he's, you know, can be bothered. Um, so you know, I'm sure he'll be sending us things for like bailing him out. Um, but as ever, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>